0: It just, it, but worse. not as good. It's yeah. not as good. Not as good.
1: I feel like their dipping sauce is better.
0: No, what? Oh, you're just saying girl, that you went to hand No, 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 piece. no, no, oh, no, t- no. Get out!
1: Get out, no, get out right <laughs> now! The dipping sauce is too tangy. Uh,
2: uh, oh no! That's that's sins cool. have been committed at this table, yeah. and you <laughs> must excuse yourself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> She's dead. You have
0: once. You got. You got any ships we can throw her off? Of? <laughs> I'll just jump. Uh, Onto I mean, the keel you go. <laughs> <laughs> climb, climb,
2: climb. Onto the keel,
3: climb.
0: Welcome back to the Deck of Many Friends Podcast. This is Sillier your DM and the last time on the Deck of Many Friends. The Godbearers and their new compatriots step forth into the deck of the Lady Kindly to be greeted by Cornblood Glow and a regimen of eight bat-mounted drow warriors. They ensue in battle and are able to dispatch a few of them as Corrin becomes the target of all of the rage that Koshu, Raval, and Bitsy have for the loss of Stitcher and Tag. In mid-battle, Bitsy calls out to Nathaniel Orne, and he answers and says, I told you you needed us, boy.
3: And that's where we left the episode. Let's tell the story. Hi, this is Brian, and I play Teledris, the crazy chronomancer and newest godbearer. Hey, do you enjoy the awesome album art that comes with each episode? Then check out our Patreon, where if you subscribe at the Thessal tier, you'll get a print of your favorite episode art. Now, let's get back to my brother Sully's totally regular and not at all interesting voice.
0: Okay, guys. Bissy has just called out Nathaniel Warren, and he called from the back of the passageway back to Reval and says, I told you you needed this boy. And you see, in the lantern light, the faces of Nathaniel, Warren and Paranus emerge behind you. Revolve and Koshu, you're focused directly on Corin at this point. Uh, Telledris, you're very focused on the air beneath you uh, and the the bat you're riding. And Nathaniel and... Parinus make their steps up the ladder well. Parinus grins as he does. And Nathaniel looks at Bitsy as she stares down the passageway. Only Edis can bring order to this deck. And he pushes past you and charges towards where the drow are attacking the sailors in the deck of the lady kindly. Betsy, you have a single action left in your turn. What do you do?
1: Who's in front? Nathaniel uh, or?
0: Nathaniel is definitely in front. He's pushed past you. Perennis has just breached past you behind him.
4: Does Raval hear any any of this? Can he hear Bitsy calling out for Nathaniel and his response? Uh, you definitely hear
0: Bitsy. Uh, roll me perception to see whether or not you hear. This is out of out of initiative order and everything. Just go ahead and roll perception to see if you hear.
4: That's uh, not great. Nine.
2: Can I get mine out of the way as well? Yeah, go ahead.
4: <clears throat> I just I, I, I don't think there's an action I can or want to take. I think it's a. Uh,
2: it's just awareness. a matter of whether or not awareness.
0: Yeah. yeah. You got a 13. Yeah, uh, neither of you really hear the response from Nathaniel Cup. coming from the passageway. Bitsy's the only one turning her head back and calling for him and listening. Both of you are...
4: Did we hear Bitsy,
0: though? You did hear Bitsy. Okay. Both of you did hear Bitsy call out Nathaniel.
1: Okay, Bitsy not wanting to provoke yet, for fear that he'll restrain her magic again, is going to hold her turn.
0: What would you like to hold?
1: Oh, what do I do if I want to? So go So if you want
0: ready in action,
1: I want to like rearrange my turn.
0: Oh, you want to hold your turn? Okay. Uh,
1: Can I just say when I want to go, or do I have to say now?
0: You pick where you want in the initiative order. Yeah, pick where you want in the initiative order. Currently it goes Raval Bear Bear Corrin Kosh- Koshu Teladris oh, wait no no bats yeah Bat bats and bat riders Teladris Vulture Bitsy
1: She'll go right before the bats
0: Okay so immediately after Koshu Yes Okay, you're gonna hold your turn until after Kosher. Okay? Alright. Roll initiative for tele- er, Paranus and Nathaniel. They immediately charge into action. Paranus veers off to the left, past the mass, and out of your vision, off to where. Teledrus had flown in his bat on his bat Nathaniel pulls his cape behind him and in a flourish and brands a sword hidden beneath his cloak a claymore of unusual size and leaps into the air and slashes at one of the drow riders and clips the wing of a, a single rider and it crashes to the ground or to the deck and collides and the drow rider rolls off his mount and to his feet. It's now Revolve's turn.
4: So Revolve's still standing over Corin.
0: He is. And you have your scimitar kind of pinning him down to the to the deck of the ship. You could easily release it all away without any action.
4: What are you here for? Why are you attacking us?
0: <clears> High <throat> oh, darkness. You have...
4: Reval will pull a scimitar back up and go for another attack. At corn Blood Glow.
0: Okay. Roll with advantage.
4: Okay, the first one was a 24. But is the
2: second one maybe a nat 20? No, it's not.
4: <laughs> it was a 23, though. So close. Um, that is 10 damage.
0: No, it doesn't hit. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. No. <laughs>
4: that is 10 damage on the first attack. Okay. Um, he's going to reel back and go for his second attack. And he doesn't. He still has yet to really notice Nathan. Nathan. I mean, Nathaniel. Yep. He doesn't?
0: No. Okay. I mean, you're you're, you're hard focused on yeah. what you're doing. Nathaniel has gone past you, but probably without passing over your vision.
4: All right. I just rolled. So I'm going to use my second attack. I just rolled another. I rolled a 12 that time, but with advantage. Uh, high one is 12.
0: Twelve total. Yeah. It uh, does not hit.
4: Okay. So his second attack misses.
0: It is now Corrin's turn.
4: It's the bear. The bear it's has
0: seven. Yeah, go ahead.
1: I can't see uh, Pernus anymore.
0: Pernus yeah. is out of your vision. Yes, he has walked past you and beyond the mast and towards where Teladris was flying.
4: Real fast. Did Corin respond at all to my sec- to my attack? Did he, could I see if he was smiling again or was he in pain?
0: He is still smiling. Okay. Since the vulture had torn into his gut.
3: Like a sick little fuck.
0: That would be apt. <laughs> is the most apt description <laughs> of corn Blood God. Yeah.
1: Okay, so Nathaniel is distracted attacking people, right? And I can actually see him.
0: Uh, you saw him kind of leap into action. You can't really see him from where you're standing now.
1: Um, she's going to call out... To the bear. I'm deciding if I want to call out one of them. Just so they can watch.
2: Yeah, talking's a free action. Right?
1: She's just going to yell, Koshu! And then she's going to whisper to the bear and point to Nathaniel. And say go, and the bear will do its first bite attack.
4: How far away is
0: Okay, how much movement does the
1: How far is he from me?
0: At least thirty feet.
1: The bear has forty.
0: There you go. Nice. This bear just is a beast.
1: (laughs) I can't remember if the bear has advantage or not.
0: Nope. Bear has no advantage (laughs) so far.
1: That's an out one. No! No! Can I just lose my second attack? <laughs> the bear trips. <laughs>
3: it sprawls out. How does this happen?
1: The bear tripping? Off
3: the edge of the ship. No, it doesn't!
0: <laughs> the bear barrels through and wraps around the mast of the ship and... Nathaniel closes his strike against the bat and the drow rider, and the rider rolls off and into action. But Nathaniel ignores it and turns to face the charging bear. The bear leaps towards Nathaniel, and he turns. And swings the claymore upwards across the center of the bear's gut and up to its jaw. The bear takes 21 damage. Oh my god. (laughs) He's
2: still
1: kicking.
0: And he collapses onto the ground growling at...
1: Does he get a second attack?
0: Nathaniel no he is prone and he can use his no that's it that's all he gets second attack is not a second action this is just the second attack it's multi attack so uh, the first fails miserably and he does not get a second attack but takes 21 damage from the counter
1: strike multi attack if the first one fails you don't get the second
0: in this instance yes
3: (laughs) (laughs)
2: In this homebrew moment.
3: <laughs> <laughs> because I said so.
2: Yes, I <laughs> Damn
0: it. Now it's Corin's turn. Corrin sees his fallen brethren off to the left, where the bear has torn its gullet out completely. And sighs with that smile on his face as... Revol slashes into him one more time and he looks at the cloudy eyed Koshu who has his own Ken's blade buried in his opposite shoulder and he says you've definitely shown your worth Hakua maybe you can bring me one last bit of pleasure and he lifts that left shoulder up where the katana is embedded and pulls himself up by the handle holding on to your Holy hand shit <laughs> And opens his mouth wide. Finish it. This. It stares at you. Oh. You told
2: me about Nathaniel, though, right?
1: Yeah, with the sole purpose for you to see what, like, for you to get the point. This is why I called them out.
2: I hate you, Sully, with these hard choices. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. What would he... They only pause because there is one I want more than you. So, so very much more. But I will oblige the dying wish of a fellow Death Dealer. And he... Puts his boot on his chest and pulls the sword out, flicks the blood off, uses the crook of his elbow to clean the blade, holds it in a ceremonial way near his neck, makes eye contact one more time, and says, Do you have a message or any last words, Corrin? Bring...
0: <coughs> ...home. is my only... ...fish.
2: Consider it done. And... ...milliseconds no after finishing that sentence... ...he cleans his head off.
0: And you watch... ...without resistance. Corinth slumps to the deck of the ship and he rolls his head back to expose his neck as his kin's sacrificial blade tears through his flesh and that familiar grin remains on his face as his head rolls down the deck as the ship hitches to the right leaning and the smile shows and hides and shows and hides as it rolls across and off the end of the ship corn blood glows dead
2: and then I will disengage out
0: toward Nathaniel Okay, you're gonna cross 15 feet
2: Towards the. Yeah. Towards the mass uh, Or dash. I mean, I'm just trying to use a cutting action.
0: Uh, okay, you are. Well, depends on the distance you want to go. You want to go 15 feet or you want to go 30 feet? Um, uh, yeah. Um, I
2: have 60 total doing this, right? Because I haven't you used could movement. Move mm. totally. Yeah, just get me within like
0: 20 feet of uh, Nathaniel. Okay. Uh. You could use a disengage 15 feet and then move 15 feet towards Nathaniel, but Nathaniel is paying attention to what's coming from your end. Uh, so if you were to move within distance of him... Uh, okay, yeah. I don't. he I don't knows want to get you're aggressive. Yeah. Okay, so you could probably move about 20 feet and you're 10 feet from him and without... out, out of range. Mm-hmm. So... If that's what you're trying to do. Make
2: it so, DM.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is so. Um, and then I'll shout,
2: um, It was not your secret to give, Nathaniel. I will hunt you to the end of days. And he'll
0: unleash uh, bolts from the grave. As you say this to him, Nathaniel... Gets a quizzical look on his face, and he looks at you as the chain seems to emit from your palm. I have no qualms with you, demon.
2: Do you want to roll when you hit. Oh, nice! All right, let's see. there's a twenty-two hit? It does. <laughs> I was like, Oh shit, We're no way What demigod have I just tried to attack? <laughs> My
4: butt was clenched so much. <laughs>
2: Alright. It is a three D six plus four necrotic damage.
4: I think as you're doing that, Revol's gonna look up and see what's happening, finally noticing realizing what's going on and pulling his scimitar out of the out of the body. No Koshu As he's Watching his.
2: Oh, too late. Bolts. Is um, it? Oh, yeah. Is anything too late now with the Chronomancer on board? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Koshu, you have the option of retracting the chain as it's about. To. It will hit if you want oh, no. the, the, the thing to strike true. Mm. But you can chain you can grab this, out of the, the chain and yank it back if you want to withhold this strike Bitsy still, hearing st- him still
4: using up your action I would assume yeah. it would, Bitsy it would hearing- use
0: your bonus action yeah.
1: hearing you say no Koshu is just going to yell Stitcher
2: oh yeah the whole world falls away when Bitsy yells Stitcher <laughs> it's just him and his target now um, and he will hit him for 17 necrotic damage so this like ethereal, like green, misty, you know, chain flying out of his hand wraps around him, and the scythe just slams into him, and he just
0: tears it back. You see Nathaniel grimace as it rips the flesh from his skin, and he feels the decay and the death wrapped in the blade tear into him. And he clenches his gut, and shakes his head, and lifts his sword towards you. It is now the Batrider's turn. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm confused. I think, uh, so. I think
0: it's Bitsy's
4: turn. Oh, she it held it? her action. Tol- oh, oh, after That's after oh,
0: Right, I
1: knew bats. it was something. There you go. They're pretty far from me, right?
0: Peronis is headed off towards the left side of the ship from you. Technically be the port side of the ship.
3: <laughs> Mr. Navy man over here. Okay. I, I fucked it up already before, so don't worry about it.
1: She's going to get on the vulture. Can not she do that?
0: vulture doesn't have a saddle or any reins or anything like that. You can attempt to ride the vulture. Go ahead and roll me animal handling if that's what you want to do. Squawk! <laughs> Squawk! <laughs> Brian now plays the voice of the vulture. Squawk! <laughs> uh,
1: so he's he's going towards Titillinus uh, Talonus. Can we just have normal names? Teledegas.
0: <laughs> Teledega Knight. <laughs> who is going Teledag- towards who?
1: Perinius. Perinius
0: is going headed towards Teledris. Yes.
1: Okay, assuming that the vulture is going to follow me, she's going to make her way to where she saw him go.
0: Wait, are you going to... I mean, you rolled animal handling. What did you roll?
1: I decided not to try to no, ride No, no, that's vulture. not how this works. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is not how this works. Uh, eight. Wait, had you not rolled it before? No, I hadn't. Okay, then you you can decide not to. I thought you had already rolled and no, you decided to it, sit it after No, when you told me
1: I had to roll. roll for it, I didn't want to do
0: it. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's fine. I just uh, got a
1: one and lost one animal.
2: Oh, just recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not right now. It's not, it's not dead. dead. It's not
0: dead.
1: Okay, well, less the, the good it could do me at that turn.
0: I, it does have a gaping gash. Pretty much all the way from its groin to its chin. It's not a real animal. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a real animal you tore from its
2: home plane. No, I didn't. It's fake. (laughs) It's
1: fake, right? It's just like a no, no, no.
2: You
0: totally. Since
2: no. it's,
3: it's a okay. bear, you just vamped just an animal from the forest.
2: <laughs> you got uh, nobody at home can see this, but the concern <laughs> that came over her face immediately as yeah, I about said this. this. Pretend
3: bear, <laughs> it's just
4: they're trying to like eat some honey with his like. <laughs> Guess <or> something. what? <laughs>
0: Guess what? The bear's name was Tolly. The, the bear's Pooh's name Daddy. was Tolly. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <gasps> you already killed one Tolly. What are you gonna do with the other one? <gasps> I, I saved him. Yeah. Nobody
1: no, we, knew his what happened to him. <laughs> fine. Anyway. Uh, so she's gonna walk to where she saw how far away is he from me?
2: Paris. Okay.
0: About thirty feet. A full a full like distance of walking. You could meet up with him.
1: I only got twenty five feet. So she's going to get... You're short, I forgot. Sorry. Yeah. Um, she's going to get within line sight of him. So how close do I have to be to have him in my sight? 20 feet? 10 feet?
0: 10 feet from him would probably give you the best line of sight.
1: Okay. And she is going to... Is his back towards me? It is. Does that mean I have advantage?
0: <laughs> no. So sneak attack. <laughs> you are not a rogue. <laughs>
1: Okay, she's going to throw her a javelin, and then afterwards she's going to promptly stand behind um, her vulture.
0: <laughs> she's going to walk 20 feet, throw a javelin, and hide <laughs> behind a big-ass bird. Got <laughs> it. <laughs> Your name is Meat Shield. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ten.
2: Ten to hit.
0: Bitsy rears back with this large javelin in her hand, and you hear the grunt of effort as she tosses it through the air, and it clips his shoulder. And you see the blood spray as his muscles separate. Go and roll me damage. Wow.
1: Yay, he's a little I guess he's a little glassy
2: caster guy (laughs) with no AC.
1: I did three damage.
2: Rabo. Uh,
1: wait. I did six damage.
0: Okay. So, you're all four? Six?
1: Five. Wait. Yeah.
0: It's five. Five. five, five, yeah. five yeah.
1: Yeah. Math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Math rocks make
2: everything difficult.
0: <laughs> Paris takes five damage as you clip his shoulder. he sags a bit as, as you do, and he turns his attention. From Teladris, and looks at you and grins. It is now the Bat Rider's turn. Can
1: I retract ten steps more, back around the corner?
0: You moved twenty feet to get within ten feet of him, and then you moved another five-ish to get away from that. So that's twenty-five feet. If you have any more movement.
1: No, I don't.
0: Okay. Um, it is now the Bat Rider's turns. There are five left.
2: Was that a question, Dungeon you, Master?
0: It was like,
2: you tell us, <laughs>
3: Mister DM.
1: I think there was three.
0: There's only one left. I don't know what you guys. Teldris, <laughs> you're obviously the focus of attention of these confused bat riders. They all. Make their way to the edge of the the ship where your bat flies and start diving to try and rip you from the saddle of your own bat. The first two swoop in, their claws grappling at you, and immediately lose their trajectory and dive straight into the wing of... Oh, the ship, and collide, and you see as the riders tumble and fall and drop into the abyss below you.
4: Is that some nat one shit?
0: As two nat ones (laughs) in three rolls of a d twenty. Oh
4: damn! Rip.
0: The other three swoop and miss you completely. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I love that these are just these ads that are, have terrible aim. They're like stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of laser fire never hits the heroes. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Unless you're like K two or Right <laughs> <laughs> and then they can hit him. Tildress, it's your turn.
3: Alright. So um
0: There are now three remaining Batriders, both all three of them. We're still focused on you.
3: Okay. Can I get the? Can I maneuver myself so that all of the bat riders are between me and the ship?
0: They're kind of already at this point. So they you are. Could, you, okay. you, yeah, you could probably turn and twist a bit to where they're 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 all still over the deck as they've swooped and then recovered back into their positions. Okay. Uh, they're all sort of in a line at it kind of parallel with the masts,
3: all probably within five to ten feet of each other okay so um is gonna bank around um so that he is facing these other bat riders and the ship um he's going to look upward briefly as he makes some calculations in his head uh then pauses for a second and then says quietly to himself, Oh, oh well, it's going down anyway. And begins to conjure an enormous spear um, lifting both hands up and gripping uh, the saddle with, uh, with both of his legs. This sphere grows and grows till it's about uh, 40 feet wide. And as other people on the ship uh, are, are going to be able to see this thing, obviously, you can see that it is filled with a misty, white substance. You can see it swirling around inside this sphere. Um, he has transported uh, a portion of the demiplane of time into this sphere here on the material plane and he's going to hurl that away from himself toward the bat riders and the ship and as it comes in contact with material objects it is going to whip things backward and forward through time and uh, certain parts are going to stay stationary as they pass outside of the sphere and so ship and creature alike are going to be sheared apart uh, by uh, this maelstrom okay Okay.
0: This is an elaborate description of what fireball
3: does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is a a time magic flavored fireball. I love it. I, I love, love it. Love
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Go ahead and uh, what is your spell save DC? Uh,
3: fourteen.
0: Fourteen. They've all got to roll that or take full damage. Correct. Correct.
3: If they fail, they take half damage.
0: The first one rolls a 2. The second one rolls a 13. <laughs> the third rolls in that 1.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's go. <laughs>
0: go on and roll me damage for this fireball. Okay, and I'm going to roll
1: some asmr on this week's
3: episode yeah. <laughs> this is eight tiny little d6s
0: the ship rolls something
3: <laughs> it rolls something oh <laughs> okay here we go can't
0: read
2: his
3: face <laughs> Oh! oh. <laughs> holy, holy crap okay uh well that's gonna make up for the couple of nat ones i rolled in a row that is... Give me a second to count. That is... 45 damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: oh, God. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I love it.
0: you sure? Count again. <laughs> <laughs> this disturbance in time. This portal to alternate planes seems to engulf the three remaining Batriders as they start to converge in formation to re-attack as Teladris rides their former brethren's mount. And you see briefly as a single drow his face seems to contort and twist and shrink a bit into the younger form of itself and his hair seems to bend and tangle as it grows simultaneously and you see a final face of agony as the decay of centuries and the youth of decades wash over him simultaneously and the bats... Disintegrate into dust and their riders fall into cadaverous heaps on the deck. And the wood ages beneath them. The mast behind it cracks and weakens and starts to falter. Oh my god.
2: (laughs) That was cool. It was. (laughs) It used to be cool.
0: (laughs) (gasps) And you see the wind in the main mast start to falter. And the cloth of the sail pulls away and the ship jolts. And it's the vulture's turn.
1: Clarified. (laughs) Are we still
0: in the air? Oh yeah, you're totally in the air. You're like 10,000 feet in the air right now. You just felt the the whole thing move. You just felt the ship shift.
1: Okay, second question. Is Bitsy aware enough to understand how he was able to control her magic? Like, Does he have to have... Is there a particular part of his body he has to have to be able to do that? His hand? His eyes?
0: Bitsy would, go ahead and roll me Arcana real quick to see whether or not Bitsy would know how wizards work.
1: (laughs) Why are you the way you are? Wizard? (laughs) That's a 18.
0: Although, you're not generally aware of how other magic users are able to create whatever it is that they conjure. You noticed before when he held out his hand and made a gesture and voiced some incantation that Paranus requires some form of manual like with your hands and vocal stimulus to its to get his magic to work.
1: She's going to have the vulture then go in for his multi-attack and tell him to go for the neck.
0: Okay. Roll a hit. For the vulture. Fourteen. It hits.
1: Nine damage.
0: Go ahead and roll me... If if you're going to make a multi-attack, go ahead and roll that for me so I can narrate the entire thing. That's 16. That hits. Other one, other one. You're clawing at this point, right? Yeah, this is a 6, right? Yeah. 6. Okay, so 9 and 6. So, the vulture dives, and opens its beak to tear at the jugular of Paranus. Paranus immediately grins a bit and ducks, unknowingly putting himself in the position for the beak to tear across his face, digging a bloody gash across his forehead and down across his left eye. And you see as the beak starts to clamp down, you see the eyes start to pop loose, Ooh. gouged beneath the jaws of this vulture's beak, and the vulture tears with his mouth at this exposed piece of meat, and he gulps it back. And immediately... rins <laughs> with his claws... <laughs> across his arm... And... You see three streaks... Of blood... Peer through... Peronis' cloth armor... In his... Left arm... And it hangs limply... And the grin starts to fade... And the one eye that remains... You see fear. You okay, Jules?
1: It was just a little gross. It <laughs> <laughs> was like choking back gags. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <It's like laughs> and that's the vulture's turn, right? Yes. Back to the top of the order. Revolve, what do you do?
4: Um. All right. Where in relation to me, because I'm still at Bloodglows body, body.
0: <laughs> sans head <laughs> <laughs> right.
4: where exactly is koshu and bitsy in relation to me
0: bitsy is off sort of to the left about 15 20 feet away from you okay koshu is uh sort of engaged with uh Warren worn on the other side of the mast from you that's still about 20 feet away just sort of out of your vision
4: so is it too far well, hold on. So, how? So the ship shifted. How? What? What? What is the? What is the damage look like? Is there a way for me to figure out any signs of it falling or any or getting off course that I can?
0: Go ahead and roll me perception to see if. You, I mean, you're not uber familiar with how ships work, especially. Machine and magical driven ships, but uh, go and run a perception
4: 19. Nice. nice,
0: okay. So, as you watch this, this ball of time collide with a mast, you see the cracks as they sort of splinter into your side of the mast, and you see and feel as the ship starts to shift that the forward momentum has decreased significantly. That the linear sort of trajectory has shifted almost downward. And the hum that you were used to, that the glow behind the ship to the farthest from you has faded and the ship is descending what do you do
4: is it too much movement for me to go to bitsy and then koshu it just based
0: on there it would be you would definitely reach one or the other and then call out to the to to one yeah uh Reaching them both would be impossible unless you use your action to dash.
4: Oh yeah. Okay. And how far away is Parinous from Bitsy He's feet. like ten feet away or something.
0: Like five, five almost.
4: Because the vulture's on top of him basically. You're right. Okay. Raval is going to use. He's going to use his action to get all of this done. Because there's nobody for him to attack Okay. And full of conviction About what's happening And what's going on He runs over to Bitsy And sort of Collapses on Kind of like collapses to slide On one knee But just so he can be eye to eye with her And then he's going to look at her And say Revenge cannot Be your purpose you're too good for this to consume you. Please, we must go. The ship is falling, and so he's going to grab her hand and he's going to look at Perennis. 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 And um, he's going to pull Bitsy with him, and I'm assuming she follows.
0: Bitsy, are you going to resist this coax of a pull?
1: She's going to take a beat. And then she'll retract the vulture. Like, she'll dispel it. And go with them.
4: And I will... Raval goes, goes up to Perennis, puts his hand on his, on his shoulder, kind of awkwardly close to his neck. Just enough to be uncomfortable. And say, I know you're on pain. I know who you are, and I know how you've got here. This is... This is not your fault. We must leave now. And so he kind of grabs his shirt and tugs him along and gives him a sharp, sharp jolt for him to follow. And then he tries to make his way over to Koshu. Can I continue on this little journey here? You've
0: got about 25 feet left in you. Uh, you you dash to get to Bitsy, mm-hmm. right? And there was nobody there to... to um, restrict you, so there's no opportunity attacks there. Uh, You have moved close enough to get to Paranus within that 5 feet. It gives you about 25 feet to reach Koshu, which is I I would say not enough to touch him, but enough to get close enough to him. But Warren is within 5 feet of him. No, wait. Koshu you kinda stepped back and, and, and okay. So you are actually able to get a, get to Koshu and without being within range of warm. Just barely. I mean yeah. you'll you reach him and that's pretty much it. Um, but speaking as of reaction, so you
4: can- Yeah, and how did Paranus respond? Is he just lost in his pain of losing his eye and and the throat wound?
0: He only got it's attacked in the hand. eye and the arm. Um, the, the the he aimed at the throat, but got the eye instead. Oh, um, Paranus is in a in a state that you haven't seen him in yet, and he 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 seems to be turning his head back and forth between you and Teladris, and you see his resolve falter.
4: Well, and then there's this someone who He's looked down upon as like an enemy Trying to save his life somehow
0: Yeah Probably persuasion 16 He sort of gasps In a breath As You yank on him Towards Koshu And he whispers One is very persuasive Any he loosens letting you drag him with you. Now, you're going to be able to drag Bitsy and Peronis with you at sort of a half speed and may... I mean, you, you, you'll barely make it to, yeah, that's fine. to Koshu.
4: Um, yeah, so Koshu... Not Koshu. Um, so Revol will make it as far as he can to Koshu. And while he's kind of With Bitsy and Paranus in tow, he'll. Koshu, end this. This is not what Stitcher died for. And then he's going to glance over at Warren as he's approaching to see Warren's response.
0: That same patronizing face. That look of disapproval. And a muttered, disappointed sigh escapes his lips as he views Koshu and turns to you, raval and sees Peronis in tow holding his eye or lack thereof. O ye of little faith, Edis will judge you you reach out to Koshu to grab his arm and you hear an explosion and light blinds all six of you as the engine behind the lady kindly jerks and flares and explodes sending you speedy trajectory towards the water below and that's where we end
2: today's episode <laughs> wait so the, is the ship like nose diving it's nose oh my god oh, so like yeah. we are way 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 out of sorts right
4: now <laughs> tune in next time to find out how they get out of this one you're gucci nice
2: Chronomancer
0: <laughs> riding yeah, on the bat you are riding on a bat I am on a bat